0: Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Tabletop Theater. Our heroes, having made hasty plans to rob the Angelic Express, prepare to board, impersonating a major, his wife, and his porter. However, their entrance into Juno did not go unnoticed, and the plan lies in jeopardy. Will Drifter's past come to haunt him? Let's find out. We come back to the party the next day, moments before they're boarding the train. Your interrupted meeting leaves you ill-prepared for this adventure. Donning your magic amulets, you all appear as other people. Drifter, you appear as the Major, Billy Preston. Lola, you are his wife, Marigold Preston. Chosh, you are their porter, a half-orc man, simply named Blue.
1: yeah, so uh, I think blue is is the first one to step up. He's probably carrying uh,
0: everyone else's heavier bags. Um, Edgar actually snaps at you. Oh, you don't have ownership of Edgar. Uh, yeah. can
2: Edgar, Edgar tell that I'm still me? Yes. okay. And I, I'm going to lean over to my bag uh, kind of pretend to be peering into it and whisper edgar dearie josh is going to hold you over per bit you're gonna be fine and then you'll be brought right back to me we're all gonna be a-okay okay dearie
0: the bag kind of growls but seems placated josh you're kind of doing this like you know you're holding like six bags in each arm like you're holding out you're hopping on one foot hanging <laughs> like a suitcase on your toes yeah sort of a deal and maybe it- something balanced on your head <laughs>
3: Like you're back from the grocery store and you don't only want to do one trip, even though you probably should do two trips.
0: Exactly, it's just completely an
1: overloaded situation, um, <laughs> and it's pretty comical because the the half orc body that Chosh is inhabiting is is I don't know how to. The,
0: the, it's, it's sort of an illusion.
1: Yeah the 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 illusion that's put off is of this very muscular, very strong, almost like uncomfortably so for the clothing he's wearing which is more so designed for perhaps a more slender type of porter. Um, he does not have the dexterity to hold uh, so many heavy bags toppling over like in his arms, and he has to constantly readjust how he's holding things and ask people to like pull things
0: out a little bit. Um, the ticket man who has armed guards with him kind of whistles at the guards, and they s- grab some of the bags uh, from you, and then s- they start taking those to the back of the train, you see. a car that's near the end okay um so uh chosh uh in his best half work voice that he can
1: muster uh looks at the uh, ticket man and says or is all of the cargo being taken there (coughs) yes
0: (laughs) yes it is do you have a problem standard procedure you will get your bags back at the end like i've told every other person tickets and identification please
1: Oh, uh, yeah, sure, it's just in my other, uh, pocket. And, uh, Shosh will reach in with this sort of, like, oversized, blue-tinged orc hand into his, under his coat <laughs> and
0: pull out the forged papers and hand them over. The man takes it, looks through them intently, hands them back to you, and says, Carry on. Next!
2: And I presume... I, Lola, disguised as Marigold Preston, a golden-haired, spiral-horned, tiefling bell, um, I, I saunter forth and affect my best accent. Uh, wh- 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 where are we?
0: You're technically in the land of Dondalore, but okay. I mean.
2: And I affect my best Dondalorian accent that I know of. Excuse me gentlemen. Um I I think that one bag with the tassels that that's actually a personal possession of mine. It it contains some special feminine products that I I require on this journey.
0: Uh, roll the deception check. You can have advantage on that.
2: That's a roll one. again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a 5 plus 5. Can
0: I
1: also plus protest three. to help out? Or should that's I? Eight. Um, oh, I think you'd carry more weight.
2: Yeah, yeah that's, that's an eight.
0: The man, the man says, ma'am, we're going to have to check the bag. Boys, bring it over here.
2: So as, as the gentlemen are, i oh, sorry, as the guards are bringing back th- my bag, my Edgar, um, I hiss under my breath,
0: bag. And Edgar becomes a regular bag. The ticketing man opens it and checks inside. He pulls out various items that you seem to have stored in it. Pulls out a beautiful, ornate shield with five inlaid gems on it. Looks it over. Puts it back in the bag. Reaches back inside. Pulls out what looks to be an iron glove sort of thing. An elegant golden hand. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly. An elegant golden gauntlet with a deck of cards. Surveys that. Shrugs. Puts that back inside. Takes out a knife and says, Cannot bring weapons on board the Express. No. I'm going to have to confiscate this.
2: No. Now, one moment, dearie, uh, darling, uh, I am and I am a collector of antiques and those are all magical antiques that I have found it's across the, the one, land.
3: It's just the one knife.
2: Um, and that knife, too, is very special. That knife belonged to the great, great, great grandmother of Madame... Fibulici li- l- 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 of Madame Fibulici
0: you can roll a deception check
2: and that knife killed her great 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 grandfather
3: just because the knife is like my beautiful ornate oh is it yeah
2: that's, uh, that's, uh, that's 12
0: the man uh, thinks about it and says look uh, it's not a big deal can keep it under wraps. Keep it in the bag. Don't take it out. If I see it out, I'm gonna have to take it from you. I'm gonna have to arrest you. You gotta keep this in the bag. Do you understand, Miss?
2: Oh, most certainly. I, I'll do my darndest not to let it out.
0: All right, boys. Let him through. Thank you for your ticket, ma'am. Next, it's you, Drifter.
3: <laughs> uh, so Drifter. Uh... He's just getting used to seeing the world from a lower perspective, so he's he's kind of been eyeing around during this whole escapade, and uh, he walks up and uh, and, and looks at the the train steward uh, and says, "Good show, I'm I'm Billy Billy Preston. Um, this is this is my wife. I, I apologize for any inconvenience. Uh, we, we must be on our way."
0: Oh oh, he looks at your ticket, sees the word major, says, "Oh uh, yes, of course, uh, major." Preston, we've been excited to have you here. Uh, gives you a little salute. Uh, your service to our country is uh, you're, it's very duly noted.
3: Drifter as Billy will will grab the ticket and, and put it in his nobleman's coat uh, in the, in the front pocket um, and kind of give give his coat's a quick check and just walk through uh, his head head as high as possible for a dwarf, which is not very high as he is uh, learning.
0: You all make it to your first class cabin. You get in there, immediately relieved at the tension of the situation. Oh,
2: phew. I can't put up that accent much longer. (laughs) It's quite difficult.
0: You spend about an hour in this room, just waiting.
2: Drifter, now that we're in the confines of this lovely first-class cabin, Drifter dearie, you really do need to clear up exactly what happened yesterday with the sheriff, your son. Why was he... why, why did he want to kill you? Exactly... How long have you been gone?
3: Well, as you probably gathered, I I lied to Arthur about never being here before. You know, I used to, I actually grew up in these parts. Uh, As you probably deduced, that was my son, Armando. And the Drifter is kind of looking somber as he reflects upon his his wife, former wife, who he has just recently learned has passed. But yeah, I uh, haven't been... I've been gone quite a while. Some 15 years.
2: Oh, Drifter, I'm sorry to hear that.
3: I don't know what I expected when I saw him again. Pretty much that, probably.
2: He takes after you in that respect.
3: Yeah, he's made quite a fine life for himself here. Sure hope I didn't get in the way.
0: You hear a knock on the door. You hear someone say, room service.
2: I think we're all right. We're all right. You hear the person cabin. knock again, more fervently. Yeah, we're we're good. Oh, you mean I got this? And Drifter- open up, you
3: idiots! <laughs> it's me. Uh, Drifter will. I ru- don't know any me. Drifter will will will, will quickly open the door ajar and poke his head out just to be, just to be sure, and it's
0: it's Lazarus. Uh, yes, dressed as a waiter,
3: and he'll let Lazarus in.
2: Oh. Oh, oh, hi. Hello. <clears throat>
0: hi. Is he in um, disguise at all? No. While okay. well, he's dressed as a waiter.
2: I'm, <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to.
0: All right. I tr- know you are.
2: I'm trying to con- conceal my repulsion, but.
0: Not for Not all, all right. Look, <clears throat> we're a little behind schedule, unfortunately. All right. Here's the deal I came back to get the plans. I left them on the table before. They were gone. I don't know who took them, but somebody knows about this plan. So you got to be careful. Now. I haven't seen hide nor tail of that general. That general Johan Sterling. You guys gotta find him before we even get into the room. All right? You guys gotta get out of. I-, I know we were trying to do it like last minute, like the last five minutes of the two hours. But you guys gotta help me. All right? Well, what does the general even look like? Well, he's a fat man. You know, he's got a he's got a what you call it? You know, uh, uh what's the word? uh, t- you know, the clothes of a general. What's the word? You know what I mean. He looks like one. A uniform? Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. Uh, he's got a uniform. He's got these big, big gray beard. And he's got a monocle. Kind of balding. Is he traveling with anyone? I believe he's traveling alone. I think he's in a cabin in the other civilian car. But uh, I don't know. I haven't seen him in the dining car. But well, we can always go back and check right now. All right, you ready to go? Oh, I forgot to mention. This is a big point. Oh, here, sorry. He he takes the cart, he unveils like a platter that looks like it was for food. Inside, he takes out an umbrella, which he hands to you, Lola. He takes out a hat, which he gives to you, Drifter. Well, and he pulls out a pair of brass knuckles for you.
1: Chosh will cross his gigantic orc arms and say, no, that, absolutely not.
3: Drifter will reach out and grab him and, uh, and try them on says, you know, in case he changes his mind as he's admiring how they perfectly contour to his hands.
0: <laughs> all right, let's get a move on. Come on. Come on, you two go first. It'll look suspicious if we all go at once. He points to you, Lola, and you, Chosh.
1: Let's get to it. Chosh will put on his best orc voice,
0: which is not very good, and say, Let's get going. Drifter, uh, got a minute before we go? kind of holds you back
3: yeah sure I got nothing else going on you you sure about this you
0: know the paladin there's paladins on board they're guarding this thing you gonna be okay
3: honestly I could go either way it's uh he's shown quite a passion and uh not much up going going not much going on up top if you know what I mean uh
0: yeah don't they all have nothing going on up top few screws short it
3: few screws short of a workbench he is, uh, but he's got my back, and I got his. That's good enough for now me. What's
0: what's up with you and this new name, Drifter? Stupid. Well, why aren't you just going by your regular name?
3: Uh, you know, I didn't... It's a, uh, I, I changed my name so that people like you wouldn't be able to find me.
0: <laughs> Funny how that sort of thing just comes into play. Well, all right, we best not. Best not. Keep them waiting. Let's go. All right. You all enter into the dining car. It's a fine car, you know, elegant mahogany tables, a fine bar with a bartender who is slinging drinks for some of the local troops who are on board the on the ship. Is he hot?
2: Does he have (laughs) octopus? I just figured. (laughs) Like I just thought of that.
0: He's got an octopus head, uh, which is helping him (laughs) sling the drinks. Uh, You recognize? How does that help help him? I don't understand. Well, you know, he's kind of got like that Davy Jones sort of beard where he kind of curls okay, around Okay, describe things. that
3: then. Yeah, you get not say like, an octopus head and makes it The head is just like a McFarlane bulb. Just, like a
1: bulbous leg. I, I was getting Spongy
2: there. Spongy mass. I was getting just, there. You guys, <laughs> okay. <You get>, Atop <laughs> me. me <laughs> Elven jewel. There's like a You can be like 10 you know, seconds to lose gravity. Come on, guys. It's
3: it just like you said like the head helps him. I, like, I kind of thought the tentacles was Okay, no. that's fair. I appreciate you calling it. If he had eight arms.
0: All right. So he has like a, Dav- like a Davy Jones-esque kind of beard that helps him grab some of the mixing elements of the drinks and helps pour them for him. He's sliding these off to troops that you recognize, one of which you recognize from your encounter in the bar, named Franz, a Borgovian troop. You also see inside this bar a woman, some sort of Borgovian officer sitting alone, and a fat, plump man in uniform sitting at the bar. And one other thing, someone you didn't expect to see here at all. You see your son, Drifter, sitting at the bar, just talking cordially with the bartender.
2: No, he's a sheriff. He can be on a yes, train. Yes,
0: he can. This makes perfect sense.
2: Sheriffs can't be on trains. This makes
0: sheriff, perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, they there. See, but that's the thing. They're on the train. They don't have any jurisdiction. <laughs> it's the Navy. It's, I'm, a, I'm a Marine. But International. We're space We got space
1: pirates.
2: Oh, look at, the, look at that. Look at that capture. <laughs> All
3: right, let's keep yes. going. No, this may... That, I, <laughs> okay. I understand what you're so, doing, and I like
0: it. So he said that he thinks that the guy you're looking for is in the next car. There's a guy that's fat here. There's a woman sitting alone. There's the troops you saw before, and th- there's your sun drifter. Uh, what do you guys want to do? We'll start off with Chosh. Chosh
1: will go over to the bar and order a drink. Um, and then... <laughs> an
3: Alka-Seltzer. An Alka-Seltzer.
1: Chosh <laughs> will, Josh will go over and order a uh, orange juice, no pulp, and, um, <laughs> and then he'll take his orange juice and... Um, Accidentally pour a little bit on the <laughs> oh, uh, no. fat plump man sitting by himself, and then immediately start apologizing profusely and take out a handkerchief and sh- sh- start cleaning him off. As like oh a, no
4: need, no need. Happens all the time. Not my age, this sort of thing happens. You know, in many different ways. Oh, no,
1: first thing to go, you know.
4: <laughs> I, I, I'm so sorry, sir. I I, I, I just. <coughs> oh,
2: blue! You foolish porter. How could you do this to this poor general? Oh,
4: I'm not a general. Please, please. The, the name I'm a colonel. I appreciate the, the, oh, side, the pleasure of I'm tree.
2: sorry, Colonel. Colonel, what and what is your name, Colonel? You're such a you're such a peach.
4: Oh thank you for very very fine yourself. Hand
2: out my I, I take I <laughs> and I, I put out my hand and offer it to the colonel.
0: He, uh, he, he, he holds your hand and kisses it with his bushy mustache. <coughs> it tickles your hand.
4: Says, sorry about that, no trouble at all, so I'm sorry. Colonel, Colonel Fitzworth, Borgovian military like the rest of these folks.
2: Well, Colonel, <laughs> it is a pleasure. I'm Marigold Preston. You might know my husband, Major Preston.
4: Can't say I do, but oh. sounds like he's a fine fellow.
2: Is, that is him indeed. over there?
4: And I'm Blue. I, I like his figure. Good man. Keeping up eating. That's good of you.
2: Oh Well, you know, just doing my wifely duties, I suppose. Uh, anyway, would you happen to know where the general is?
4: Oh, I think he took a little... Uh, staying in his cabin. You know the sort. Not a very socialite like you. And you're a porter here, Blue.
2: Oh, I, again, I Was do it? apologize. Uh,
4: Yet. Yeah. <coughs> ah, yes. Blue. It's all right. Some men just can't hold their orange juice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Drifter, what did you want to do? Uh, Drifter is currently at the bar, uh, waiting for his his scotch, uh, and, he, and, and when he hears, like, he's when, when he, he turns around and he sees the uh, the escapades behind him and kind of scoffs at the uh, the almost juvenile nature of this introduction that Josh has.
0: Uh, <laughs> it, it got us talking.
3: And he kind of brought himself like, oh, a bunch of amateurs. <laughs> While
0: well, your son turns to talk to you, and he says, well, by my stars. <laughs> Major Preston, well, I didn't think, I didn't expect to see you here. What are you doing?
3: Oh, uh, it's a pleasure, sir. Uh, 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 please call me, call me Billy, 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 is my name. I would say it'd be being honest, sir. And you are?
0: Uh, the, na- <laughs> the name's Armando. Uh, I am the local. I was the sheriff back in Juneau. I uh, just happened to take a ride. Uh, some uh, unforeseen circumstances made it necessary for me to board this train, unfortunately.
3: You said you were a sheriff?
0: Oh, I am the sheriff. Oh. Well,
3: what brings you aboard this tra- train today?
0: Well, like I said, uh, some certain
3: circumstances
0: came into play that made it necessary for me to come aboard
3: i see always on top of crime yes good i've heard good work from you you you've heard good work from me yeah, yes the the town of uh the, the town that you're from uh i've heard i've heard is uh really coming around these days
0: well that means a lot to me sir i mean i've only been a sheriff for about two years now but uh i mean it's i see it's like foully praise praise to my ear Scant not get that enough. Scant not get that not enough.
3: Uh, yes, yes. Well, um, really oh, good show. Um, I'm, um, i, I uh, must get going. But um, uh, keep up. Uh, and he takes his drink and, and oh, walks away.
0: Oh, oh, all right. Well, th- thank you, Major. Is anybody? Is everyone staying in here right now, or is someone moving into the next room? Or
1: no? Yeah. Blue, Blue will Chosh.
0: Wow, this is bizarre.
1: <laughs> Chosh, uncharacteristically militaristic for a orcish porter will march uh, down towards where the general's cabin supposedly is.
0: You open the door to the next train car. Someone's right there. So, very pale-looking woman with long black hair and thin black kind of dragon-like horns on her head. You don't know who she is. She has very vibrant red lips, but you kind of feel like you've seen her somewhere before. Um, She smiles sheepishly at you. She's just carrying a case, and she walks past you.
1: What? What does the case look like? Looks like a suitcase. Okay. Uh, Chosh will say, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just a porter.
0: <laughs> she just giggles and starts walking into the room. The woman who is sitting next to the colonel stops reading her book, and she looks at you, Lola, and she says, Now, I'm not quite sure I've ever heard an accent quite like that before. Whereabouts did you say you were from in Dondelore? Um, Was it Marigold
2: Preston? Yes, yes, indeed. I'm Marigold Preston, wife of Billy Preston over there, uh, and we're just from a, a sleepy little town called Appleton. It's in the south, Don and it, it's a, it's a quaint little quaint little village. You you should visit there sometime. Oh yes, I I actually have visited there. Before. I, that's
0: I, why I, th- I thought it was strange. I had heard tell that you'd taken ill, actually. And you weren't, were not going to be able to make this trip. I'm pleasantly surprised to see that you're here.
2: Oh, I as well. Uh, yes, you know, it's crazy how, how rumors like that spread. You know, I was Forgive under the weather for, uh, for a time, but...
0: Forgive me. I am being rude. I forgot to introduce myself. I am Special Agent Sabine. Adler, of the Borgovian military. I, that's how I knew your name. I apologize. Please, come sit. Come join me for a little game. A classic game. Little Dondelor game. Classic game for you. I'm sure you'll love it. I've heard tell that you do enjoy the game.
2: Well, it—it it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Sabine, and, um... Well, you know, I, I didn't really grow up with too many games. I, I was sheltered a lot. I, I must admit, my... Oh, no,
0: it'll be a fine time. Oh, I... Okay. Call over your husband, too.
2: Oh, uh, I think he's busy at the moment. But I'll,
0: I'll, I'll have a gander. Major oh. Preston, would you care to join us for a little game? Oh, and uh, bring that woman. There, we'll need her, too. She gestures to the woman with black hair and the black horns.
3: Drifter, as Billy, will, will pull out a handkerchief and, and wipe his uh, f- furry t- sweaty brow uh, that is par for the course for for, for a dwarf of his stature. Uh, it's, uh, oh, uh, y- yes, 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 quite. I'll, I'll, I'll be right there. And he, and he picks up his scotch and walks over.
2: Thanks for joining me, darling.
3: Yes, good.
2: Could use your help here, darling.
0: Oh, don't I'm worry. I'm not
2: used to these games.
0: Don't worry, I have a cushion for you, Major. She places a cushion on a seat next to her. Excuse me, miss, would you mind being the dealer for this round? She talks to the woman with black hair who just nods. She passes, Sabine passes this mysterious woman the deck of cards and she begins dealing out cards for your game.
2: Do you know this game? Just (laughs) Do you know this game, darling? Uh,
3: well, um, really? well, what are we what are playing here, folks? Is this uh, is this is in a row? Is this uh, D- Ducks in a blanket? Wait, what are <laughs> you? <behind here>? <laughs> 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 oh, I'm
0: glad you were not call, Major. It's Ducks in a blanket. Ducks in a blanket. My favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we needed three players. I needed you to come join me. Of course. Classic Dunder game. Yeah, she
2: plays. Classic Dunder game. She places a pistol on the table.
0: She places her pistol on the table. Yes, yes, I know everyone here knows the rules, I assume. Cla- everyone in Dondelore, of course, would know the rules. Very easy game.
2: As I said, they know uh, I, I was a little sheltered growing up. I might need a little refresher. Nonsense. So Any long. classic
3: Dondelorean uh, would know the rules.
2: I think the it's other, a bit nationalistic of you. Uh, uh,
3: oh, I, uh, uh, My wife and I traditionally always uh, play on the same team, so she'll, she'll join me. Uh, uh, sheriff, Sheriff, uh, Sheriff. Oh.
0: Yes, Major.
2: Uh, a category for a game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love to. I love
3: ducks. Was it
2: ducks in a blanket? I. love duck hunt. <laughs> this,
3: this, Are we hunting this, ducks. I didn't see this coming. It's fantastic. I was, <laughs> hoping, I was hoping. he wouldn't know the rules so that you. Oh no, d- <coughs> <laughs> oh no,
0: he does. Oh no. I'll. I'll explain. Okay, I see you've yeah, done yeah, 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 yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love ducks in the blanket. I always wanted to play that da- game, but my, you know, my dad never ran. But another. Whoa, I, never ch- <laughs> I never got the I never got the chance I never got the chance to play. He sits down happily next to you.
2: Sabine, dearie. I, I must wonder. You don't seem like you yourself come from Dondelore. How do you know? Ducks in a blanket.
0: Well, it's my business to know sort of things like that. We're going to turn now to Josh, who is now walking the halls of the next civilian car. Josh, you have no idea which room this man is in. There are Eight doors on either side. There are four (laughs) doors on either side of you. You know, it's finally lit by these brass lamps. You have no idea which one holds the general.
1: Does anything distinguish the doors from each other? Why
0: don't you roll an investigation check? You guys excited for ducks in a blanket? (laughs) (laughs) That's a 17. Yeah, you recognize at the back of this, there is uh, one door that is much finer uh like like much finer it's clearly something meant for a general there's like fine velvet curtains on the front of it giving him particular privacy everybody else has the, just kind of crappy you know cloth curtains on theirs
1: all right yeah Josh will meander down to the uh, door and walk by it and sort of like do that thing where you look into the window unfortunately the curtains are drawn you can't see so uh all right it, it's closed yeah the door seems to be closed all and right. the curtain is closed uh then Josh will Bang his fist against the door very loudly, and then position himself on the ground to look <laughs> as if he's holding his knee in pain. <laughs> I love it.
0: Nothing whatsoever happens. Nobody answers.
1: <laughs> Josh will well, that's <laughs> Josh will start punching the door repeatedly and groan in pain as loudly
0: as he possibly can Ah, (laughs)
4: there's
0: there's no answer from that door uh somebody else on the nearby door opens the door and says shut up (laughs) and then then slams their door all right um (laughs) let me see if i have any spells um you could i don't know here's a spell you could try the door.
3: <laughs> it's like, a little rude, don't you think? There's no one inside. You don't know that. You can't not know that. Yeah.
1: Chosh um, is going to open the door. It's unlocked. Okay. And he is then going to get <laughs> back on the ground as if he's crawling <laughs> in in massive pain. Oh.
0: You see a man apparently asleep in the corner.
1: Josh will get up <laughs> <laughs> the charade had no reason to exist and uh, <laughs> is he sleeping like in his military coat or yeah. w- he is that's bizarre um are you sure his- he's sleeping no is he sleeping
3: he's i don't know is he dead
1: Chosh uh, is going to,
2: without... <laughs> Roll a <of> nature <laughs> <laughs>
1: Without physically touching him, Chosh will try to examine the the uh, general. That's an
0: eight. It's not great. Uh, his eyes are closed. He doesn't seem to notice your presence. Perhaps he's unconscious. Chosh will
1: close the door <laughs> and lock it. Good idea. Is that is that an option? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, the door is locked,
0: and Chosh will shake the general awake. He does not wake. His head slumps to the side. <gasps> you see on his neck two red pinpricks. There's a vampire on this train.
2: I wonder... Is it the black-haired lady with red lips who was coming from his tray?
1: It seems unlikely. All right. I, I There's no evidence to support. I that. assume I don't even need to do this, but I'm going to roll to check and see if that key is on this body.
0: You cannot find the key. I
1: will spend more time looking for the key.
0: You spend 20 minutes looking for the key, and you cannot find the key. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You thoroughly check every cavity of this cabin, and you cannot find the key.
1: Every cavity. Uh, Chosh will, um, so this is the general from a, a foreign country, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't someone he's that. A he's a Borgovian general. general. Th- so this isn't someone that Chosh coming from a religious standpoint would respect. Not particularly.
0: Okay. We come t- back to the game already in progress. Drifter, you have in your hand three ducks and only one blanket. <laughs> That's <terrifying>. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yes. I, I just, I just want to point you right. I just want to tell you right now. I'm not explaining how this game works. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. Drifter, you, right now you have three ducks in one blanket. Possibly one of the worst hands you could have in this game
3: at this moment. Oh, no. Well, why can't I have one duck in three blankets? That's the <laughs> ideal hand.
2: Um, I, I I jokingly say to Sabine and like, oh, it looks like we're quacks. <laughs> you get it? Excuse me. <laughs>
0: she smiles distantly at you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, wait. You know, we know the game, yeah, and it's, it definitely is familiar to me now that I'm, I'm playing it again. You but know? I never said we were good at it. Well, oh, I know you're
0: not very good, but I know the Major here. He's a champion player. Never lost the game. Uh, well, look, the cards are
3: not, uh, not my favorite. Today.
0: Oh, but Major, last card is yours. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you get another duck, you're fucked.
3: <laughs> that's one. Drifter will draw a card.
2: Uh, can that you where roll? Is I'm doing? play yeah. card?
3: Yeah. I'll play a card. Draw a card. Roll, roll, draw roll. Draw a duck. Roll to get a blanket. <laughs> roll to get a blanket. <laughs>
2: roll to get a blanket. Blanket, 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 blanket.
3: That's a four. That's pretty good.
2: 14 plus. Uh, <laughs>
3: plus nothing. You, plus, you, you get d- nothing
0: I can add. You get a blanket. <gasps> that's what you needed.
3: That's why they call me Blanket Bill. Oh. B- and he plays uh, <laughs> Three ducks and two blankets
0: She says damn it She picks up her pistol <gasps> And shoots the deck Says good game major she, she puts the pistol back on the table Thought I, fi- I, thought I had you Oh then well,
2: Wouldn't you say that was pretty violent Sabine
0: Oh that's just how the game is played don't worry How every game happens
2: I think it was rather discourteous No matter In this presence
0: Damn, dealer's cheating anyway. Um, the woman who has been dealing kind of gets, gets up to go. Um, you see Sabine Tripper, and she stumbles over.
2: Wait, do we, do we both see it?
0: Yes. Okay. She stumbles over, her suitcase opens up, and you see also from her pocket falls a golden key. The woman begins to scoop up the contents of the suitcase in a fervor. Roll a perception check.
2: Thirteen.
0: Five. You see puppet pieces and string. Lola.
2: Oh, that's disconcerting.
0: You have a moment before she accumulates anything if you want to do anything.
2: Oh, uh, let me help you with that, dearie. And I I fly to the floor and I pick up that key as I feign to be helping her gather her belongings.
0: You can roll with advantage. A sleight of handshake.
2: 17.
0: That's sufficient.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's um, that's 19.
0: You, you place your foot right over the key as you pick it up so she can't even see where it is and she just says no no it's fine it's fine it's fine thank you thank you so much she takes the suitcase from you kind of forcefully and starts walking back into the cabin that you all entered from
2: oh it. i i glance at sabine and say must be a pretty rickety track wouldn't you think such a sad little tumble she took there huh
0: I'm glad you see it the same way. People are so clumsy these days.
2: No grace, no elegance.
3: Uh, So, uh, Sabine, what's a special agent doing in these parts?
2: Oh, well...
0: Major, you know what we're carrying. Very sensitive material. They wanted someone to make sure the goods got delivered. So I'm here.
3: That seems uh, rather... rather odd. they brought uh someone so well you know how
0: the angels feel about this sort of thing
3: yes uh recent security and all that terrible tragedy
0: of course what with all the assassinations and all couldn't well they needed someone to make sure everything would be secure and that's me she smiles at you well major i've taken up enough of your time please enjoy the rest of your trip and you too marigold preston Thank you so much for playing a game with me.
2: It was a pleasure, wasn't it?
3: We'll be seeing you.
2: Tata. oo
0: Armando speaks to you and he says, "Well, there major? Yeah, you, uh, you live up to your reputation. Classic ducks in a blanket play there.
3: Oh, it's a pleasure playing a game with you, son."
0: Uh, yes. Oh, well, thank you, sir. <laughs> well, if you uh you have any need of me, I'll just be uh be at the bar. Uh, one quick thing.
3: I think you've noticed there's some shenanigans going on in this train. Keep your eye out for a rather unsightly looking steward. A steward, huh? Uh,
0: yeah, I did. Well, between you and me. Major, uh, I happened to come across a little piece of parchment here. He takes out of his pocket a parchment, which he realizes the map of the train that you were using to plan your heist. And he says, I think someone here is trying to rob this train. I came here to stop. We'll keep up the good work and uh, uh, let me know if I can help. Of course, Major. I'll, you'll be the first one I tell. And he uh, pockets it and goes back to the bar.
2: Wait, didn't Lazarus, like, didn't you throw him off a train once?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two <tea> yep. times. <laughs> yeah, literally that. Yeah. Um, Why so, would you go on a train? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, here's, what we're gonna ha- here's what's going to happen. Lazarus, who has been waiting on this room most of the time, comes <laughs> over to you all and says, Come on, let's go next train. Let's go next train. I have a five, I have a fifteen minute break. This is my one time. Let's go. And you all enter into the train cabin with Josh. All
1: right, Josh will immediately uh, run over and, not dropping the orc facade, uh, will say, uh, "Everyone, um, there's kind of a a problem with the uh, with the general. It's <laughs> <clears throat> kind of a problem."
2: Josh, what's wrong? You don't need to keep on that voice. Just, oh, sorry, it's Jesus. between friends. Uh, it's hard to do.
1: <laughs> anyway he is dead
3: <laughs> uh well uh we, we we got a handle on this josh any gestures towards lola well
1: that's the but thing is we don't because the key is gone just, just, josh
3: just, just, just dear. no no
1: no no. this is a disaster no, i mean i don't know what I, we're gonna
2: get- i show i i retrieved the key from edgar josh dear
1: that's a great key, but we need the general. Gosh. Jeez,
4: Drifter, how dense did you get this one?
2: Josh.
3: Come on, come on. Let's go.
2: Presumably, whoever killed the general had this key. There was a woman you with Jen. black hair <laughs> and red lipstick who dropped this key from her bag. It could be very true. It could be very possible that she killed the general.
1: Well, then she's after whatever's in that crate, too.
2: Let's get it first, shall we?
1: We gotta take her down.
2: Let's go. Let's go to the crate first. Let's go there first. All right.
0: Join us again for the exciting conclusion of the Train Job, Part Three.